Mmm, that's good. Good morning, everyone, and this is a new episode of Morning Marketing. Yes, I've got a great show for you this, well, this week, actually. So, you know what, let's get, let's get on with it and see what's going on in the marketing world. So, YouTube and all its fame and glory and ubiquities and whatever else, and all the advertisers are going flocking to it, and it's a great way to flock to it as well, has decided to, you know, to have more rules for offensive videos. Now, I'm usually not the one to actually like this stuff because offensive videos is kind of a, let's be honest, it's a, it's a very subjective term, but I get why they're doing it because of, you know, Logan Paul and his famous suicide video, plus and just another one of him tasing a dead, well, dead animal. He's just, you know, He's just really raking in the smarts this week. But yes, they've kind of updated their uh, policies and YouTube has outlined it saying that if you if you do any offensive types of um, of videos, then we're going to, you know, we're going to we're going to do something with about it. So they're going to, you know, stop monetization. They're also going to eventually um, drop support in general they're going to remove you from video recommendations as well they also got a whole bunch of human creators and ai creators well ai just in general as well so for us advertisers we can be you know a little bit more hopeful that our well our ad is going to be on the right place now i'm not really in favor of this i'd rather they have a more robust tool set where you say hey i want my video to go to let's say this category or this specific channel or something like that that actually would have been a lot better but it's YouTube they have one of the best searches in the world and they can't figure out how to you know allow you to search for ads that you want to place it in so this is YouTube's way of saying hey we fixed it guys we fixed it and marketers are like oh okay or us marketers are like oh, okay well at least you're trying something but still in my head I'm like why don't you just allow me to pick and choose which one I want to do like I just want to do this channel. That's that's all I want to do. But no, they did kind of do this. Well, we're going to try to get rid of offensive stuff and may or may not actually help us or may actually help us in the long run. So I'm never really in favor of this really in general. It's just usually a bad idea, but I understand why they're doing it. Now, on another note, we have Amazon over here. So Amazon is basically taking aim at UPS and FedEx. Now, I really want to talk about this primarily because, well, we need to talk about, you know, when big companies or just new startup companies kind of infringe or go into our own, well, our own expertise. So you might be a marketer and a really big business or somebody else comes in and you go, oh, dang it, what do we do? How do we fix this? It's always the problem that we run into. So it is a little bit interesting that Amazon is, Finally taking aim at UPS and FedEx, mind you, with their own shipping with Amazon service. Now, it's only going to be available for Los Angeles in the next few weeks. So, LA is, well, woohoo, LA gets the, uh, it gets, it gets the shipping with Amazon. And it's an interesting kind of uh, competition between them and UPS and FedEx. And we, it should be interesting to see how FedEx is going to, and UPS, I should say, how they're going to manage this or even 
how to try to counteract with this because if Amazon tries to, you know, I don't know, uh, just dip into or streamline or undercut the competition, there could be a lot of bad things coming ahead for these two. Now, their stocks are actually down because of this. So even in like announcing this has already had a negative effect with them as well. Now, they're saying that they're not really that uh, concerned about it, but I they probably are still behind the scenes. They're probably asking their marketers, okay, how do we um, still retain our customers and say why we're better than Amazon? It's usually a good way of saying it, saying, hey, we're still better. Also finding new and inventive ways of doing it. Also, f- well, really, really finding new customers and undercutting Amazon as much as you can because that would be the best way forward. Because if you can't undercut Amazon, you're going to lose. Just ask Barnes, uh, not Barnes, well, Barnes and Noble, yeah, but also ask Walden Books. Didn't really work well for them at all. All right, now, Instagram. So we're going to go in this kind of the social media realm, but Instagram in general, um, they have been doing a lot of interesting things for the past year or so with, uh, you know, copying Snapchat with Instagram stories that becoming highly popular doing live video, also updating Instagram stories with allowing you to do text only. So the whole bunch of things they're actually doing, which is paying off for them as well. It's also helping Facebook survive because Facebook is Facebook and let's face it, Facebook does need some help in some ways. It is what it is. So they're also going to be allowing you to, you know, reshare or as reshare or share other stories through stories. So if you see a really cool story, you're like, oh, I want to share this. It's going to allow you to do that because that's the smart way of still allowing people to share their favorite stories. And that even will explode even more on the Instagram um, front. Now, Stories is one of the most popular things on Instagram. It's very, very popular. Even though you should still be posting just regular posts, you should also be looking out for posting those things as well because if you're not, you're missing out on a huge opportunity to offset what you can't really post or what you want to see behind the scenes or anything else you can think of for Instagram stories. So it's a great way of, you know, kind of still interacting with your audience and still giving them something of value that's only available for that one day yes or if you just really want to repost it months later you can do that as well but i wouldn't really recommend that part about it as all now facebook kind of the the big big boss of social media is going to be doing a it's going to actually be counting of view only impressions for pages now we all know that they announced that the algorithm change is happening Actually, let's backtrack about that in general because you may not know about it. So Facebook announced that they're going to be changing their algorithm one one more time and again. And they're going to be focusing more on being quote-unquote social. This is to help them, you know, kind of curb the quote-unquote fake news. Whatever you believe about that, I don't really care. As marketers, we just know that that is a very um, tough subject to get around. Um, they also want to... Have it be more social like it used to be, even though it's kind of like an old person kind of going back to the glory days. It's like, oh, I remember when it's kind of like Facebook right now is like, oh, we want to go back to those days when people were actually social and social media. Well, sorry, Facebook kind of left. I don't even go on it very often anymore. I'm only on it because I have to be on it. That's really the 
only thing of doing it. But with that being said, they're now going to have view. Well, let's backtrack a little bit. Um, business organic reach is going down now. Eventually, it's going to be going. It's going to be something called Facebook Zero, and Facebook Zero is basically going to be where businesses will not get any organic reach whatsoever. Uh, most most marketers are anticipating this. So am I down the road? It's just going to happen. It's like it or not. That's how it's going to be with Facebook because Facebook is so big. There's so much stuff going on with it that this is the way they're doing it. Plus, it's also a business thing. So they're just doing it just to make more money. Even though Mark Zuckerberg has said that we're going to newfound effort on mental health and they want to make sure that people are healthy, but they're not changing their business model. So I really don't know about that. They're also going to be focusing more on local news. So it's going to be a good thing to do with local targeting as well. Yes, local ad targeting might be an actually even bigger thing. Plus groups, try to get groups, try to start that up as well. So there are a few other things you can actually do. Now, also on the Facebook home front is something called downvoting. Now, if you're on Reddit, you would know kind of what downvoting is. Downvoting is kind of, you know, where Redditors are like, ah, I don't like this downvote, downvote, downvote. Well, Facebook is trying to counteract that and it's like, okay, well, we're going to do it too. So we're going to we're going to be testing out a downvote so Facebook can figure out if people like it or not because downvoting is cool. I really don't know about this and Mark Zuckerberg prior has said they don't want to do something like this. They're doing something like this because they're trying to counteract things that people may or may not like. I don't really know how it's going to go. The problem is with downvoting and this type of stuff is that if people have vendetta against you, they can just use it as kind of a way of just hurting you without actually being authentic about it. So marketers be on the lookout for this because if somebody just doesn't like you, they could just be started to downvote. And if it kind of cascades, you can't really get ahead of this. It could be very bad, but be on the lookout on this. Depending on how well your company is viewed on social media, this could be a good or bad thing. Hopefully it's a good thing. Just, just hoping. Hoping it's a good thing. Because that's all we need. Alright, so Google has finally set a deadline for HTTPS to warn publishers to upgrade. Yes, if you're still using a website that's HTTP without the S, well, please update because by July 2018, this year, if it is not updated they will make they will basically say that you are not secure and so people can't go into it or they can accept the risk so you don't want to be that you don't want to be that website if you're that website that website will be uh obsolete and not very good don't be that website be the good website but don't be that website because the website that's not secure is not going to help you with your seo rankings whatsoever now there's a long time coming because they started to slowly say, hey, if you're HTTPS, we're going to bump you up on the, um, the ranking system in SEO. And eventually, more and more, this is just a cascading thing of saying, hey, by the way, you probably should just do this because it will help you in the long run. So just do it. And then that's it. That's all you got to do. Just, just do it. Just do it. And that's my kind of, I guess, Ben Stiller thing. What is it? Starsky and Hush. Yes, that one. Just do it. Do it. Yeah, I know. It happens. Yeah, you gotta look at it that way. Now, the biggest thing I want to talk about is policies. Because usually marketers and, and 
PR people usually have to write like kind of community policies to help, well, you know, lay some ground rules down for people. Now, I'm not really for hate speech policies because it's kind of terrible and it's not really that great in general. Plus, they're usually kind of vague. So let me frame this for you. Twitch updated their community policies for sexual content guidelines that are not really very clear. They're kind of vague. They're just trying to get a hold of like harassment, quote unquote. But to be honest with you, nowadays, everybody says almost anything that they just dislike is harassment. Oh, you looked at me in a weird way. Harassment and all this stuff. So, I mean, my biggest thing about this is that I want people to understand that even though a lot of stuff is terrible, as a company in general, I usually say just go on what, what the legal terms of harassment is, and obviously those those types of things, also sexual assault, go with the law, because the law is a lot better of a guidelines because it's all more about intent. Now, the problem is with hate speech in general is I've never seen a business actually, you know, clearly define it because it's kind of like, oh, if someone says something mean or harassing to you, well, that's very subjective. I could have a very high tolerance level for this and I can have a very low tolerance level for it. What is this supposed to mean? If you're, if it's up to the one person, that's not really going to be a great thing for either for the other person because even if they, dis- let's say, for example, disagree with you, you're like, oh, that's harassment. I'm like, oh, it's just a disagreement. Um, that could not really be a great thing. Plus, the weirdest part about this Twitch thing is that they also bring it to Twitter, saying that if you tweet something like that, then you will also be um, reprimanded for that. The problem is that Twitch doesn't understand that it's really easy to fake a tweet. You can do it in HTML. You can change the words around. It's not that hard. Um, the other thing is kind of about sexual content, in which... Um, where a lot of women kind of used their beauty to kind of, you know, up their uh, Twitch channel. Now, I'm not saying all of them did this, because obviously there's some women that actually do like to play games and do care about this and actually don't flaunt whatever they have, but um, they're really trying to nail that down. Now, I'm not... It's your business, depending on what it is. If it's a policy that you really need to have a firm line... You probably should have had a firm line and made sure that you actually follow those rules before. Because a lot of times what I see with these companies and really helping you marketers out there is that if you aren't following your own guidelines, you're picking and choosing who you want to take off. It's going to be very confusing for a lot of people. I've seen Twitter do this. I've seen Facebook do this. I've seen YouTube do this. They don't do a good job of policing their own sites. And you should really take note about this because the best thing for you to do is, like I said, if anything is illegal, then yes, put it as rules. If you want to add extra rules about, you know, um, kind of good conduct type of thing, that's great. But do not do not put a blanketed statement of hate speech. It, there is no actual legal definition of that in general, in the United States at least. And even if you go to other countries, they're not really very um, clear. They're kind of vague. It kind of leaves open to interpretation. That usually leads to um, taking advantage of. So I would do my best to make sure that you obviously say, hey, 
with each other with respect, blah, blah. Doing those types of things is a lot better of a policy than just saying, we're banning hate speech. Ooh, the dirty word, hate speech. Ooh, I know it's easy to say that because you're like, in your head, you're like, oh yeah, hate speech is, I totally understand what hate speech is, but in your head and writing it down, if it's not clear, then don't put it in. I usually am against not putting it in and just being specific and saying, don't say anything racist or anything pertaining to someone's, you know, and then just be specific about this and just kind of lay out the ground rules of like first offense, this second offense, this third offense, you're gone. Or you're just saying no tolerance whatsoever. At least you'll let people know that no tolerance whatsoever is a lot better than anything else. So that's my recommendation for that. I think the Twitch thing that they've done is not really a great one in general. I think a lot of them are just, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to clean it up, but they're trying, they're being vague about it so they can kind of do what they want because one of the most biggest uh, streamers, Dr. Disrespect, he's kind of coming under fire for quote-unquote racist joke, whatever. Um, people say all the, people say jokes like that a lot. That's come under fire about that and people have been upset about it. Um, some women have said that they've have had some type of harassment. Like I said before, if it's actionable and it actually is harassment, that's fine. Take action against them. Always, always late and back to policy, always make it clear that no form of that, of that type of harassment will ever be tolerated but don't go into the weeds of picking more of an ideology than anything else because that's the biggest problem that I see, especially in marketing and businesses. They're trying to take a quote-unquote side, and that side can usually be damaging to the community in general because nine times out of ten, your community is very wide, very broad, and you do not want to you know, disrupt the balance on that. And why I have a problem with this, why I do not like hate speech policies is because they're always, I'm coming back to this, they're always, they're always, they're always vague. They aren't clear. They're clear to some people, but they're not clear to everybody else. And sometimes it can be used as a, as a weapon against somebody else. And I'm never really in favor of that in general. And I really want to be stressed, to be clear that and I've said this before in my other podcast that um, that your audience or your customers are not a monolith. They aren't following one ideology specifically. And if you actually think they're following one ideology specifically, you've already got a problem because you don't really know what they're actually following. Now, I get it. It's easy to actually do that. But I would be super, super clear about um, not picking sides, especially politically, because I know... It's a lot easier to actually do that, but it's not the best business way of doing it. The best business way is to grab as many people as you can. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle they're on, just grab as many as you can. Now, I will put a caveat there saying, if you're in the business of opinion, then by all means, be opinionated about it. But if you're not, d- d- don't go there. Especially with policies, do not go there. Keep your policies as neutral and as open as you can. Now, I don't say inclusive because I hate that word and businesses don't understand inclusivity in general. It's kind of just this buzzword that's going around. 
for the past two years, oh, we're all inclusive. Yay. I'm like, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Please define it. That's my biggest thing is define what you mean. Define your policies. You know, tiny little little bow for you. Just define your policies. Define it as clear as you can. Have people in your business read it. Have people outside your business read it. Say, hey, is this clear? Find people of different, you know, different thought and say, hey, do you understand this? Is this clear? That's the best way of doing it. That's the best way of moving forward. That's all I have to say about that. So, thank you for joining in the first morning, um, morning marketing of 2018. I know it's been a while, but... Glad to be back and join uh, me next week when I go back to Digital Coffee on just tech news. All right, guys, have a good week and see you next week. Later.